All right, welcome everyone. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher sharing with you with yes and amen. And um, welcome to Yes and Amen Youth Church with Pastor Derek, Derek and Iani Fletcher. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the music and have a great and awesome day as we prepare and get ready. All right, welcome back, everyone. All right, we have an exciting lesson on today. And uh, let's get into it. So Peter and Cornelius, I believe it is. Okay. All right, so we want to share life in the early church. And so the title is, you won't believe this, <laughs> lesson four, Peter. And Cornelius want to expose you to lesser known, unbelievable stories in the book of Acts, and then also to inspire students uh, not to consider anyone off limits to the gospel. Um, so God, shows no respect of person, okay? And so uh, he has no respect of person. Uh, whatever he said that you should do and are able to do, that's what he believes and says about you. And so all men and all women created by God are special and can do all things designed for them to do. And so community, evangelism, fellowship, individual individuality, justice, prejudice, and relationships. <coughs> and so Simon Peter and then Cornelius, he was a, a centurion of the Roman Legion. And so 
let's go for the lesson. So Acts 10, 34 and 35 says, then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism. Amen. Or God does not have respect a person, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. Again, Acts 10, 34, 35. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. So he looks for the ones, and the context of the fear is revere him. Take serious what his word says, and those words that are spoken referencing the word of God are life. And so, okay, let's go back and read that again. Fears him and does what is right. Acts 10, 34, 35. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. <coughs> All right. Okay, repeat after me. Acts 10, 34. Acts 10, 34. And 35. 35. Then Peter began to speak. Then Peter began to speak. All right, did you guys unmute? Okay, unmute. I now. I now. Realize how true it is that God. Realize how true it is that God. Does not show favoritism. Does not show favoritism. But accepts from every nation. But except from every nation. The one who fears him. The one who fears him. And does what is right. And does. Okay. All right. Um, Derek, can you open us up in prayer, please?
Lord, we thank you for today for blessing me, my family. We thank you for blessing the disciples around you. Pray in Jesus' name. Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, let's go down here. These are, uh, this is a group activity, tallest to shortest, youngest to oldest, uh, birth month from the start to the year, last name in alphabetical order. And so just an activity for others to do on site. And so you can pause and then go through the exercise. And so God doesn't show respect to person and what it is that he's doing. All right, great. You're on pause, let's go. Let's get started. Can pause and you can read that, so. All right, on pause. Thanks, all right. All right, so. In the world today, there's many cultures and many backgrounds, and there's many sizes of human beings from tall to short, big and small, name, race, creed, color, background. But God does not have preference according to uh, creed, race, etc. Uh, God is looking, it says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. And so God is looking for men and women that are spiritual and that are looking to him upon the earth to do his will. It doesn't matter. Uh, the spirit of God will rest upon any man or woman. So let's take a look here at the scripture or Cornelius. Cornelius calls for Peter. And so Acts 10, 1 and 8. Okay, so Derek, read uh, verses uh, up through 4. And then Yanni, you'll read 5, 6, 7, and 8. Okay? Okay. All right. <clears throat> Caesarea. At Caesarea, there, has, there, there was, was a man named Cornelius. There's something blocking the text here. A centurion. 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 Let me see. Oh. Okay, what about now? It's good. As regiment. 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 <clears throat> he and all his family were devout, devout 
Elias and God fearing. He gave generously to those who need and pray to God regularly. One day, at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw the angel of God. He came to him and said, Cornelius. Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? He asked. The angel answered, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering to Okay, Yanni. Number five. Now send men to Joppa, Jaffa. Jaffa, to bring back a man named Simon, who is called Peter. He is staying with Simon and Hannah, whose house is by the sea. When the angel had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and a devout soldier who was one of his attendants. All right. He was a devout soldier. Okay. He told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. 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 Okay. So who do we meet in this passage? Cornelius. Okay. Okay. We meet Cornelius. And also Peter, too. Okay, briefly describe this individual. <laughs> Man named Cornelius. Okay. What about Cornelius, Yanni? Cornelius called to the servants and the Okay, so they, he was a devout man. Right? Right. Him and his family. He was a Roman centurion. Let's take a look. So Cornelius and Centurion and what was known as the Italian Regiment or the Italian Band. He and his family were devout and God-fearing. Right? But he was a centurion. And that's very, that's a key thing, right? He was a soldier. God fearing a good guy and a leader. What does the angel tell Cornelius to do? What does he tell him to do? Derek? He tells um It's okay to look at the passage. You won't lose points by looking at the passage. Okay. Okay. What else? It says send man to Joppa to retrieve Peter. Okay, Yanni, uh, does Cornelius obey? Why or why not? Does he obey God? 
Okay. And it goes immediately. So while Peter is about to have a vision of his own, right? So now God's going to give Peter a vision. All right, so I'll read 9, 10, 11, and 12. And then, okay, Derek, you read 13. Uh, let's see. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Okay, and then Yanni will read 18, 19, 20. 21, 22, and 23. How about that? All right. And so in Acts 10, 9 through 12, it says, about noon the following day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He was, he saw heaven open and everything like a large sheet uh, being, and something, excuse me, something like a large sheet being let down to earth by its four corners. It contained all kinds of four-footed animals as well as reptiles and birds. Okay, Derek. <laughs> then a get up, Surely not, not Lord, Lord, I have never anything sure of what it The voice spoke it the second time. Not for anything that God has made it clean. This happened three times. The men sent by They called out, asking if Simon, who was known as Peter, was staying there. While Peter was still thinking about the vision, the spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you, so get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them. For I have sent them. Peter went down and said to the, the, the men, I'm the one you're looking for. Why have you come? The men replied, we have come for Cornelius the cent centurion. centurion. He is a righteous and God-fearing man who is 
respected, respected by all the Jewish people. A holy angel told him to ask you to come to his house so man so that he could hear what so you he have to hear. say. Then Peter invited the man into the house to be his guest. Okay, so God gave Peter a vision, and then he gave him um, instructions uh, that two men would meet him, and that he would go there, do whatever they said. Okay, so the next day, Peter started out with him, and some of the believers from Jaffa went along. Jaffa went along. Okay, so where is Peter when he has his vision? Derek? He's at Jaffa. Is he? Are they going to Jaffa? Okay, so he's like in his house up on the roof praying, right? Okay. Is he? Right? He's on the rooftop praying. Right, it tells us right here. About noon, the following day, as they were on their journey and approached the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. Okay, <coughs> so where is Peter when he has his vision? Anyone? He was inside of his house. Was he? He was inside the house? Yes. Yes. Oh. Where was Peter? Yeah, that's not like the right answer there. That's not okay. So how does Peter react? to the vision, Derek. What do you think? Was he positive, negative, or? Negative. negative. Was he? Did he react negatively? Not really. Okay, let's see. Negative. He finds it, what? Objectionable. Because the animals are unclean and the Jewish law prohibits consuming unclean animals, right? So in the end of vision, animals, all kind of creatures showed up, right? And then God said, you can eat them. Well, I'm sure there were like pigs and split hoof animals and shrimp and all that. And so... Peter was a Jew, and so you didn't eat those things. You didn't eat um, uh, pig, bacon. You know, if you're Jewish, you don't eat bacon. You don't eat pulled pork. Sorry about this. None of that stuff. I'm listening to an audio playing with this bouncing sound. I hear it. Uh, audio. Okay, everybody. Everybody. Uh, mute. 
Everybody mute right now. Okay, what about now? You know, yeah, it's not there anymore. Okay. So he has objection because they don't eat pig, they don't eat shrimp, they don't eat catfish, right? Those are bottom feeders, right? Because it's unclean. And according to Jewish law, these are uh, dietary laws and restrictions that you don't eat that stuff or you violate the law. Right, and kind of say that down here. Everything that God makes, yeah, and that or has created is clean. Okay, but according to the law, if you ate that stuff, yeah. you were unclean. So, so Peter was obeying the Jewish law. So he has objections that makes sense. That makes sense. But what follows? given the background is likely very confusing for him right so he's confused like god what, what's what's the deal right like why are you telling me to eat stuff that's unclean and that violates the law so what does the voice say to him in 15 let's take a look at 15 what does it say yadi Do not call anything and that God has made Okay. All right. And that's what Derek was saying before, right? That's what he said. He said, God made it. He said, if God made it, it's clean. Okay, let's go down here. So how many times does this same thing happen. I don't know, once, twice, three times. Three times. So three times. That that's what was in my mind three times, but I it's not like totally apparent. So okay. this vision occurs three times. Do you think Peter remembers denying Christ three times? Yes. Do you think he remembers Jesus asking him three times if Peter loved him? Yes. Because yeah. Jesus said, uh, do you love me? Yes. He said, feed my sheep. Okay, he said it again. Peter, do you love me? And and Peter said, Lord, you know, I love you. He said, well, then feed my sheep. And the third time, he's like, what's going on, Jesus? Right? So, but Jesus asked him three times. Right? And previous to that, Jesus denies, uh, Jesus tells Peter, he says, you're going to deny me three times. And Peter says, no, I'm not, Lord. And they ask him three times. And he denies, he said, I don't know that guy. I don't know him. And then the cock crowed three times, right? 
Any any questions about that? All right. So does Peter understand the vision? What do you think, Derek? Not quite. Not quite. Okay. All right, let's take a look here. 17. It says, while Peter was wondering about the meaning of the vision, the men sent by Cornelius found out where Peter's house, where Simon's house was. What's that? Oh, okay. Let's see. What about now? Is it better? Okay. All right, so here we go. So this is very important. So we see a sequence of three, right? We see where Peter denies Christ three times. And then when Jesus comes to pull him up, right? Says, hey, you're fishing. I need you to be obedient to my call. I need you to trust me. And then he engages him three times. And then we have the vision from God and he gets engaged three times. Okay. So it's a vision occurs three times. Do you think Peter remembers? Oh, we already talked about that. Okay, so does Peter understand the vision? We say it, no. All right, as, as Peter ponders this vision, who shows up? Who shows up? Uh, okay. And these were Cornelius's men. And was it three men? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Three, three, and three. So God is speaking to him. Okay. So three men show up. Okay, the man Cornelius sent. So how many men does Cornelius send? Oh, I got that one. <laughs> Somebody said it again. It's three. There is something to do with the number, with that number. Okay. Oh, wow. Just like how you measure three times. Yeah. At the well one day. So does Peter honor their request to return to Caesarea with them? Okay, Caesarea, okay. Maybe you guys had that right. So maybe Peter is in Joppa. Oh, he is, that's right, he is in Joppa. And so that's where the men go to Joppa to get Peter and Cornelius is in Caesarea. Is that right? 
Cool. Okay, let's look at Acts 10, 24 through 48. All right, so I'm going to read from 24 uh, up to 28. And then, Derek, you're going to read uh, 28 to... 37 and and then Yanni you're going to read uh well Derek you'll read 28 to 38 and then Yanni you'll read 37 to 48 all right you guys got it okay where am I supposed to read up to 28 okay all right so the day following, he arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them, and he had called to, together his relatives and friends and close friends. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up, stand up. He said, I am only a man myself. While talking with him, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. All right. Is it your goal, Derek? <clears throat> At 28. People. I did. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, I, I, I thought I said I, 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 I was going to read 28. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then you're 29. Okay. No, no, that ain't what I say. Uh uh. You're going to read 38. To forty-eight. That ain't right. What I said, thirty-seven to forty-eight. Yeah, it is. All right. All right. Then you're gonna read to uh thirty-eight, Derek. All right, twenty-nine and thirty-eight. Okay, 28, he said to them, you are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with or visit a Gentile, but God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean. All right, so we look at the look at the dream that he had, the vision that he had about eating the unclean animals, right? God said, hey, I made everything, and so everything is clean. And so now Peter, he's a he's a Jew, and he's going to see Gentile people. And he says, This is against our custom 
normally to do this, but God has shown me, God has shown me through a vision and a dream that it's okay that I meet with you and, and fellowship with you. Okay, Derek, 29. <clears throat> so, I was in my house praying at this tower. So three men at three in the afternoon. Suddenly, suddenly a man stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor. Said to Joppa, 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 for Simon, he is called Peter. He, he is a guest, guest in the home, the home of Simon, Simon the Tanner, who lives by the sea. So I so said to you immediately, and it was good, good of you to come. Now we now are all here, here in, in the three presence, presence of God, God to listen to, listen to everything, everything the Lord, the Lord has, has given. Command, the Lord has commanded. Commanded. Then, then Peter began to speak. I now realize I know how true it is that God does not favor does not show favor but except from, from every nation, nation one hears and then you know the message God said to the people of Israel and not to the communities of Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of all. You know what has happened in the province of Jesus. Judea, Judea, yeah. After the baptism of John, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit of Anthony, and how he went around doing good in all who were under the power of the devil, because God was with him. Okay, because God was with him. Okay, Yanni, 39 through uh, 48. We were witnesses. Everything he did, the country of Jews in Jerusalem, they killed him by hanging him on a cross. But God raised from the dead on the third day and caused him to... Be ate and drank with. Called him to be seen. Oh, I skipped the line. He Called. has not seen by all the people. He was not seen by all the people, but by witnesses whom God had already chosen. 
by us who ate the and drank with him after he rose from the dead, he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of living and the dead. All the prophets testifying about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The cir circumcised. circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gifts of the Holy Spirit has been poured out of even on Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, Surely no one can stand in the way of their, of their being baptized with water. They, they have, have the Holy Spirit. They have received. They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that, that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. Okay, so Peter comes and he... Uh, breaks bread with them. Then he shares the good news with them. And looks like maybe he baptized some people. Or at least he talked about it. And he shared about the Holy Spirit and what things were in common. Um, he testified and shared about you know, God appointing as judge of the living and the dead. And he shares the mandate on this life to share the good news. And also about what they did to Jesus. Okay, so who, who goes with Peter? <laughs> Did anyone go with Peter? No. Okay. Okay. So we said other Christians from Joppa came too. Okay, so how does Cornelius greet Peter? Right, when he goes into the house, he bows down, right? right. And Peter asked him to stop. He said, I'm a man just like you, right? He said, I'm right. just a man. He said, get up. So it's Cornelius alone. Right, he has his family, right? 
he introduces them and there's other people that are believers, right? Right. So there are many that were gathered. So what does Peter say to the group when he enters the house? Peter said, I was not where I was supposed to. Let's go, let's go back some more. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell to his feet. He says, Hey, get up. I'm just a man. I am only a man myself. Okay. And so while Peter talked with him, Peter went inside and found a large number of people. And what did he say? He said to them what? He there, told, um, and, what did he say? He said to them, you are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with or visit a Gentile. Okay. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure. So he's sharing with them a revelation. Right? He says, hey, I learned something. Okay. So what does Peter say to the group? Okay, let's see what he says. Let's see. Okay, so he said, God showed up and taught me something. Okay, so Peter then talks, asked Cornelius why he sent for him. So what did Cornelius say? Let's take a look. Just highlighting that. So he says, all right, we see the number of three. He said, three days ago, I was in my house praying at this hour at three in the afternoon, suddenly a man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and remember your gifts to the poor, right? Right. Yeah. right. No, we don't want to highlight that with that. That'd be, let's try that. That's a different color. Okay. Well, let's go back up and take a look, or down to take a look. And so Cornelius answered and said, so he tells him, he says, hey, 
He said, I had a vision from God. And he's ready to listen to whatever God has to instruct Peter to tell him. So he's ready. He's set. He's ready. So what does Peter say? And we were looking at that. What does Peter say? Then Peter began again to speak. He said, I realize how true it is that God does not what have favoritism, but accepts every nation, right? And the one who fears, the one who fears him and does what is right, okay? Let's put that in yellow, go. Right? Right. Okay. So what miracle occurs as Peter speaks? Let's see here. Let's see here. What happens? What miracle occurs? You know the message of God, the message God sent to the people of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. God. Okay, so he's sharing this, right? He's sharing everything right here, but what did the people do, right? And so he talks about Jesus Christ, the good news. Then he says here, you know what has happened throughout the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism of uh, that John preached. He said, you know, he said, you know that, that this good news is spreading, that people are getting this good news, right? Then he says, now God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. So he says, hey, we have a gift of the Holy Spirit and to operate in power. He says, and now he went around doing good things, healing, right? right? All who were under the power of the devil became because God was with him. Let's see. And all who were under the power of the devil got released, right? They got set free. Okay, 39 says, we are witnesses of everything he did in the country in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a tree or on the cross. But God raised him up from the dead. And on the third day, all right, here's the connotation of three. And cause him to be seen. Okay, so let's see what the people did. That's what we're looking for, all the prophets and testify. When Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. Right there, that's our golden scripture, right? Our text. It says the Holy Spirit came. Have you ever felt like the Holy Spirit came? 
on you? Yeah. Okay, the circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. So they were so surprised, right? It says they heard they heard them what speaking in tongues, right? They heard them speaking in tongues and praising God, right? The Holy Spirit came on them and they were speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, truly, no one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water, right? Okay. Uh-oh, where did we go here? What miracle occurs, that's where we're at, right? So the Holy Spirit came upon the gathering of Gentiles and what they begin to what? Speak in tongues. How about that? The word of God was going forward. And so they begin to speak in tongues. So how do the, the gathered Jews feel about this? Right? Then we see that where they said, hey, how do they feel about it? Well, they say no one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water. And so they have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. All right. So he stayed with them a few days as they as they were filled and says now what miracles occurred. Okay. So how do the gathering Jews feel about this? Well, they accepted it, right? It says, hey, uh, they're they're filled with the Holy Spirit. So the baptism is going to be easy. Okay, since they were astonished at the Holy Spirit was given to the Gentiles. So they were so amazed. So God does not have respect or favoritism for people. Okay? He doesn't favor one race versus the other, one color versus the other. All right? So it's hard for us to wrap up our minds around this, but the whole thing is extraordinary. God speaks to Cornelius, a Gentile, a non-Jew. He speaks to Peter, a Jew, who surrendered to Christ. Two of them ordinarily would not associate, right? Just like the diet laws, right? But because of the Holy Spirit, because of what God did, they all came together. They had some things in common. Okay, let's get away from that door right there. All right, so God supernaturally stamped the Jews by sending the same gift of tongues 
right? So speaking in tongues is a gift. And he sent it to the Jew as well as the Gentiles. So the apostles on the day of Pentecost is noteworthy and unpredict and unprecedented action that tongues came and not only the Jews got it, but also the Gentiles. Okay, what does Peter declare in 47? He declares, uh, surely no one can stand in the way of their, of their, of them being baptized with water. Okay. They have received the Holy, just as we have, right? Right. So they receive the same thing and we're supposed to be above and they got the same blessing, the same gift. Okay. So what else does Peter do? So he stays a few more days to teach and to share, right? Right. Right. Cool. All right. So no barriers. God has no barriers. He has no pretense. He has not a level that he values one religion versus the other. And, and when I say that, through Jesus is the only way, right? So every creed every consciousness, every person that has a living soul that's breathing, God has the gift of Jesus and the gift of the Holy Spirit, right? It's just not being a Christian believer. It's not just a white man's religion, black man religion. It's all people, all people. All right, let's make it real. Everybody mute there. Uh, yeah, there's a little noise coming in there. I don't know why. Oh, that's outside. Okay, let's make it real. So racism still exists in the church today. Huh? And sometimes the church refuses to talk about it. Today, we want to use this story as an inspiration. Nothing would separate the people of God. Nothing should ever separate the people of God. So let's take a look at these scriptures. God shows favoritism to no one or partiality, right? Okay. So I'll start out with one, and then Derek, you read the next one, then Yanni, you read the next one, then we'll go back and forth like that. So Romans 10 and 12 is for there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. All right, Derek. <clears throat> Amen. 
I'm mute. I'm Start over. Uh, you command I give you love one another as I love you, so you must love one another. Okay. A new command I give you. All right, Yanni. God does not show favoritism. Okay, for God does not show favoritism. Romans 2 and 11. Okay, James 2 and 9 says, but if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. Okay, Derek, Colossians 3, 10 and 11. And have put on the new self, which is being re 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 renewed in knowledge, in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew. Circumcision, circumcised or non-circumcised. Uncircumcised or uncircumcised. Barbarian. Yeah. Siphon slave or free but christ is all and is in all okay all right yanni 12 and 31 please i'm mute the second is this love your neighbor as yourself oh Love your neighbor as yourself. And there is no what? There's no commandment greater than these. Okay. There's no commandment greater than these. Okay, let's, uh, I guess it's my turn to read this. Galatians 2, 15 through 16. We who are Jews by birth, and not sinful Gentiles know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith. I'm going to say that again, that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. Because by the works of the law, no one will be justified. Ah, uh, this is good. I, I, I'm going to have to copy this one and use it today. Right? Not by works but by faith. So what do you think the Bible says about racism, Yanni? Yanni, what you think, Yanni? I think the Bible says, sorry. Oh, I was muted. Oh, I'm mute. Uh, the Bible says that 
Is it sinful? Yes. Okay, and God God doesn't tolerate that, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, that's it. There's no place for it in the church. Okay. So why do you think God's people historically have participated in racism? I, I just think that... Uh, maybe they didn't know it was wrong. Maybe. Or they had other things that took over their mind. Referencing commerce and money. Cultural difference in ignorance, etc. So do you think the early church and Acts struggle with the same tensions we struggle with today? I think so. I think the Jews and the Gentiles referencing the law versus under grace, I think that was a big challenge. So how do you see racism in your world today, Derek? How do you see racism, Yanni? Racism is really bad. It's really bad. Okay. What else? Anything else? It's sinful and it's not sinful. of God. Okay. And it, it's not a good testimony to the body of believers, is it? No. Right. It's a barrier. It's just about like a barrier. So, Derek, do you think the church engages in these topics enough? Referencing uh, racism or not? Do they do they deal with it? Or do they kind of just overlook it and ignore it? Deal with it. The church should. The church should be outspoken about it. I think. So the gospel should change every part of our lives. The church should be active in every part of society. There should not be any topic that is off limits. Okay? Like pornography, homosexuality, uh, Racism, all those things should be dealt with. Greed, gluttony, dishonesty, theft should be dealt with and, and talked about in the church, hands down. So how would you like to see the church take a more active role in the conversation about racism? Anything else? Any, any more active roles or anything you want to share about that? No. Okay. The church should speak up about it. Amen. Do you think churches should be separated by race? What do you think? No. What do you think, Derek? 
No, I didn't hear you on mute. No. no. So how can the church eliminate racial barriers similar to those that existed in the scripture of Peter and Cornelius? By praying and also by action and deed, right? By words and, and deed. Okay. Now, here's the difficult part. You are the church. What is something you can do just to identify the problem, but to elicit actual change to be a part of the solution? Yanni, what, what things you can do to change that? What do you think? Maybe treat others how you want to be treated. Treat others how you want to be treated. Okay. Anything else? No. Okay. What do you think, Derek? Wow. Well, here's the thing. Um, I have certain rules. People turn, say, if people turn themselves gay, okay, to the church to be okay. Be baptized. Be baptized. I'll let them in because they know what is right. Okay. Uh, and and remember, God wants all people to come in so they can hear the word. The word has the power to transform, to renew, and to make over. Okay. Okay. And and we shouldn't block people from coming into the church because they need to hear the word of God. They need to hear it. Okay, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this word on today. That you are not a respecter of person. We're um, white, black, yellow, brown. We can all get to the sound of who you are. We all can go in and be seen as equals. So we thank you and we praise you. Hallelujah, show us, reveal to us the right way that we are to go and what it is that we are to do. And we bind up the spirit of prejudice and fear. And we glorify and we lift you up in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 It's an interesting yet tough but ne necessary lesson. 
about the power of differences among race and creed, but God has an acceptance, amen, to all men and women, amen. And, and, and then we get into the word and we let the Holy Spirit work through us. We let the spirit of God deal with us as to who we are and what it is that we should do before him. Amen. I'm thankful on today that you attended and we, we say God bless you and you are awesome. Thank you for tuning in. Glory to God.